to another episode of Hot Takes, the story screen podcast where we see new question mark movies and then talk about them with each other and for you guys, the listeners, to do just exactly that, to listen. Uh, my name's Robbie Anderson and I'm joined by Diana DeMuro. Hey-o! And, hey! And uh, we just saw... Well, we... Things are weird right now. So it's a warm take because it's a, I've it's seen a warm it take. and Robbie had not seen it. I've seen, so I've seen like some of it. Have you? Yeah, and maybe I can uh, elaborate more on spoilers because there was a moment that happened and I was watching it with someone and they they were like, I'm done with this. Ah. So, and I never had a chance to go back. I always enjoyed it, but now now I just watched it. I'm just, I'm fresh off the hot take presses because I I finished it like 20 minutes ago. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so I'm hot. I'm hot on it. (laughs) And, uh... And yeah, so the movie we saw is is uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. This is uh, directed by Taika Waititi. Yep. This is not a new, new movie. This movie came out, uh, I don't even know. It's 2016. 2016? Yeah, I only so... know that because I have IMDb open right now. So Yeah. So, you know, uh, we're in the middle of a quarantine right now. We're doing these podcasts remotely. Um, so there's not a lot of new movies coming out. Uh, we're trying to cover the ones that are new, that are coming out. But we're going to be doing some episodes that maybe cover some stuff in our back catalog yeah you know and also it's a really good excuse to chill and talk hell yeah because plus there's some yeah. there's some very good movies that robbie hasn't seen so, there, so <laughs> there's a ton of uh, yes there's a ton of very good yeah. movies. you know what movie i saw uh the other day for the first time i saw uh i watched psycho no Never seen psycho. really yeah, because Chris and I are watching Bates Motel, and I was just like, oh, if we got to an episode, you she was like, you gotta watch. You the show without seeing the movie? I mean, I was, You I were like, know. I know well, the premise. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you <laughs> if you've been in movies even a little bit, even if you're not into movies, like, you've absorbed Psycho by osmosis. You're like, hopefully. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory goes Psycho. Okay. <laughs> It is that kid. It's that which kid. Is yeah. Well, also, Kirsten also watches The Good Doctor. So he plays Norman Bates in that show. I know. And he plays the, the Doctor, and, it, I, and it's weird. I kind of feel like that kid is our new age Haley Joel Osment because he is super cute when he's little, and now he's getting to be a weird young man. I don't know. I, I, was, I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe he's a, aging better than Haley Joel Osment, but I had hope. I mean, he looks good. Yeah. I, I, I'm just surprised. He's a very, like, He's like the new TV kid because he's doing all these like network shows. You know what I mean? Like he's he's like a I feel like you don't see a lot of like prolific like TV actors. You're seeing a lot of movie actors yeah. do TV now. Right. You're not seeing people just being like, no, I do fucking TV. Well, that could be my ignorance, though. You know what? I feel like back in the day, that was like a steady gig to have TV shows that. For and sure. then if you were like on one network, like, fuck, what, what's that kid's name? Like Chad Michael Murray. He was on like mm-hmm. every WB show. And then he jumped to like when they became the CW and he just kept going from show to show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a steady gig. I mean, you know, Bates Motel reminds me. I keep saying it's like, it's a soap opera. Totally. Totally. Or I mean, like soap operas have murder. With but this one murder. has like yeah. different murder. Yeah. It's like, it's a soap opera, but these people definitely watch Dexter and they're like, what if we made it like this also? So that actress, I want to say is in the 
departed, but I could be wrong. The, the mom. The mom, yeah. The Norma, Norma Bates. Yeah, yeah. The young version mm. of the psycho mom, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. that have you ever seen Finding Neverland? No. Uh, so, well, that has that kid in it when he's really little and really mm-hmm. adorable. And it has like a pre-shitty Johnny Depp playing the author of Peter Pan. Oh, and he's okay. like friends slash in love with the mom of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kid. But the mom gotcha. has some kind of illness and she's dying. So he's like making up this kid's story for the kids to try and cheer them up. And it becomes Peter Pan. Is that how Peter Pan was originally written? I think, or is I think it's embellishment. I think it's based on it for real, <clears throat> but it's loose. It's like, gotcha. I mean, because Kate Winslet plays the mom and she's beautiful and awesome even when she's sick. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. There you it's go. fine. Cool. Uh, so the movie we are talking oh, about, yeah. yeah, Hunt for the <laughs> A Taika Waititi <laughs> joint. <laughs> you know, we don't get to talk to people all that much. I know. So. This is the so first uh, non non Michael Burge person I've talked to in a while. So. Bless your heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So hunt for the wild people. Hunt for the wilder people uh, is great. I was gonna say, um, give me your hot take since this is your first my hot time. It's great. It's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Um, one of the, I mean, something I really like about Taika Waititi, and you know, I'm not familiar with all of his work, but you know, I've seen this movie. I've seen uh, Ragnarok. I've seen. Um, Have you seen Boy? Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen Boy. That's like, I think, one of his first ones. So if you get a chance, check that mm-hmm. one out. That's like a freebie, I'm sure, online or from the library eventually. Does Does Boy also deal with like uh, toxic masculinity and a coming of age story? Ka- for men? Yeah, kind of, because it's like because um, I feel like all of his movies kind of <laughs> kind of deal with that. Part of the reason that I think I like this one so much is because he's not really in it as a main character. Um, whereas in boy, he plays the like kind of crappy dad in the movie and he's one of, oh, and he's okay. one of the main characters, but it's really good. Yeah. But I kind of, yeah, he only has the cameo in this right, movie. Right. As the yeah. weird minister. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another door. <laughs> he's great. I mean, also I guess in, in Ragnarok too, he's the, he's the stone guy. Yeah. He's Korg. He's Korg. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something I, watching this movie, having also like, I've seen Jojo Rabbit twice now. Oh, all right. I saw the, I saw it for the second time fairly recently. Cool. Um, and it was just interesting watching this movie kind of with Jojo Rabbit kind of in, in, in the forethought of my mind. So that yeah. they're just kind of, they're very similar in a lot of ways. Sure. Or I think like, uh, Jojo and, uh, and Ricky Bates is, they ha- they share some, some commonalities or thematic maybe. Yeah. I definitely think that. In this one, um, so Mike watched it with me, and we'd both watched it before, but I think that Ricky Baker's like a, a stand-in for Taika Waititi. Like, he's definitely saying things that you expect to come out of Taika Waititi's mouth. Yeah, I feel that way about, like, a lot of Taika Waititi's sure. movies, though. Yeah. He's almost like uh, like Kevin Smith, where, like, a lot of Kevin Smith characters just sound like how Kevin Smith talk, for real. talks. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of characters in uh, Taika's movies, like, they just sound like how Taika talks totally. to, to a lesser extent. Yeah. He's a little better at like hiding it. So what I kind of love about <clears throat> Hunt for the Wilder People was so I had seen Boy and yeah. and thought that that was great, but you could tell that that was like he didn't have a whole lot of money making that movie, and it's got mm-hmm. a lot of the same cast of 
Kiwi actors, like the awesome, uh, the woman that's like the child services in the movie. She's like in all of his movies. Right. She's in Ragnarok too. Right, exactly. So I love that it was like, Hunt for the Wilbur people was like, oh no, he finally, he got more money. He's making yeah. he's making this shit. It's after what we do in the shadows. So he probably took that what we do in the shadows money and made Hunt for the Wilder People. But he still mm-hmm. used like a lot of the same awesome New Zealand actors. And then he took those right. onto Ragnarok and like kept going. So I was like, this is pretty baller. <laughs> yeah. I th- yeah, he's a really... I think my cat is trying to get in the room, just FYI, if you hear. So uh, okay. strange. Oh, oh no, spooky. Yeah. Yeah. For the listener, the door just mysteriously opened. I had pretty much really actually closed it too. So, and he's probably gonna. Yep, he's gonna try and jump up here. So I will make sure he doesn't step on the keyboard. So just FYI. Oh, there you go. Hey, <laughs> hey, Hank. Hey, Hanky. Hey, Hanky. Recording at home. Okay. So, so yeah, I love. Yeah, I really. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say I love the the quirky cast that he like keeps using. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he certainly has his people. I almost wonder like what's what's like on the horizon for him. He has such like a good like his his well, film. We, well we know he's so making diverse. the second Thor, right? He is making the second Thor. He's yeah. making um Love and Thunder or whatever it is. Love and Thunder. What's the other shit he's doing? Uh, I don't at I'm on his IMDb. Oh, alright, alright, alright. Yeah, I'm looking at it. He has seven upcoming projects. Whoa. Thor Love and Thunder is one of them. Right. He's attached to the Akira live-action movie, which would be great, but he is definitely not going to direct that. Ah. No one actually directs that movie. There's been a million people attached to the Akira live-action remake. Okay. He's attached to a movie called Oompa Loompas. Oh, like the actual Oompa Loompas from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? That's what it looks like. That sounds Um, like a nightmare, but I would watch it. So he's attached to that. He also has an untitled Netflix project that's also based off Roa Dahl. Uh, books. Oh, okay. There's a movie called The Auteur he's working on, which is a Hollywood satire based on a graphic novel. Um, so he's a busy man. He has a lot of stuff. I almost question, like, if it, how much of it's actually going to come out, you know what I mean? Well, Because may- he's also acting. Maybe, <laughs> a lot of shit. maybe some of that's not up to date in our current world climate. True. That was a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a man who cannot be stopped. He's a he's a busy dude in the biz. He is a busy dude. But uh yeah. I feel like he deserves all the the praise he's getting for Jojo Rabbit. So yeah, I was yeah. I was like, you have to see Hunt for the Wilder People. What do you mean you haven't seen it? <laughs> there's a there's like an animal death in the movie, not to not to do any spoilers in the spoiler free yeah. section like for this older movie. That's fine. But yeah. Yeah. But that was uh, that was at a time where my uh, my girlfriend was dealing with a animal passing in her own family, and that was that was not happening. Oh, yeah. How- so I've tried to watch it since then, but I think I tried to watch it like really drunk, and I fell asleep. How? Uh, so this time I was sober and good. How early on was that? Was that just like right in the beginning of the movie that that happened? And she was like, "No, thank you." Or no, it's almost it's. It's kind of towards the okay, so the later part of the middle. All right, so you say. had watched a good chunk of the movie. Okay, yeah, all right. I was bummed. All right, but I also understood. I'm not gonna make anyone watch something if they're sad. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I I loved it. It's it's a great just story about a young troubled boy who you know finds finds love and family and things like that. 
Yeah, so I love uh, it. It kind of starts out with the, you know, the beautiful landscape of New Zealand, but then it's also mm-hmm. like this police vehicle driving up to this abandoned house and you're just like, uh, what's happening? And then he's like this pimped out kid with like sweet kicks in a fancy sweatshirt and he's definitely- Yeah, it's cool, like designer clothes. Yeah, and I'm like, how does this foster kid have such sweet designer clothes? But I do like that, uh, you know- when she kind of goes through her rant of like all the, the the things that he's done, where she's like throwing stuff, kicking stuff, lighting stuff on fire, graffiti, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yeah, Taika also his work always reminds me of kind of like Wes Anderson too. Definitely the way that he does a lot of like framing and uh, and some of like the quick zooms and things like that. Jojo reminds me more of Wes Anderson's work. I could see that because he does a little bit more of those like kind of like stagnant like. Like shots that are just like perfectly framed with a poster in the middle right. or like some object in there. Or kind That's of like very... a, a rapid succession of like incidents that explain a character's backstory. It's like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this movie kind of just has really just has it for one character, which is Ricky Baker. Right. But yeah. But uh but I love Sam Neill, Mr. Jurassic Park, if you're not familiar with Sam Neill. But uh I, I'm not that familiar with Samuel. Yeah. He's great he's great in the he movie as is as Gruff Dad. The best. And when I first saw this movie, it took me like a full fifteen minutes or so into the movie before I realized that that's who that was. And I went to see it with my sister at Downing Theater in Newburgh, so it's like a, mm-hmm. a tiny theater and there was a lot of old people. Uh, yeah. no discrimination there but my sister and I were laughing very loudly and I halfway through I'm just like oh, Sam Neill <laughs> it was just like <laughs> the recognition was just like oh this is even better than I thought it was mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I would I definitely would have liked to see this in a in a theater yeah with like other people I feel like the movie has like a pretty good budget for having like the vibe of like a low budget movie and i feel like that's like another thing that his movies have yeah in general like he does a lot with a little it seems like very very well yeah i feel like this movie he definitely compared to boy or like what we do in the shadows which is like mostly in one house this like was like pulling out all the stops like with all of the the different set pieces and there being like police and army and like all these like other helicopters. Exactly. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was like a lot more going on, which was great. I feel like, I feel like whatever the film's like budget was, he put it into probably like those yeah. scenes, yeah. which is smart. So I wonder if it's hard to shoot in the bush. I would imagine shooting outside in general is harder. <laughs> yeah. Just, I feel so too. Plus it's probably like not that bright under all those trees. That too. I was also thinking about like a lot of the like uh, like ecological um, like things you'd have to adhere to. Yeah, being a production in the woods. Totally. You know, like I know, like we have things like uh, like ne- leave no trace and stuff like that. Totally. In, in our forest, I wonder what like something as big and fresh as the bush would be hard to shoot in. Right. But he's in the, he's in that shit. Yeah. Mad long. So, any other thoughts pre Spoiler Town? Anything that, like... Pre-spoilers? Um, no, I, mean, I think I'm, like, pretty much ready to get into specifics. All right, um, all right. It's hard to say. I mean, like, I would say, I'll, if, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People, like, definitely go watch it. It's on Hulu. Yeah. If you have Hulu, just you can watch it there. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> it's very good. It's very Taika Waititi. It's very... You feel good watching it yeah. every time. It's got some tender moments, but overall, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. 
Uh, cool. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about spoilers for Hunter the Wilder People. Um, if you haven't seen it and you're only listening to this beginning chunk of the podcast, uh, follow us on social media and on Instagram and on Twitter and on servicefrompeaking.com. We just launched a cool subscription service for some of our exclusive content. It's $5 a month. You throw us those bones, that goes to us, that goes to making more content, that goes to getting better equipment. Um, so, and then you get to see some exclusive stuff that we've made for just that feed. So please go check that out. Um, but yeah, we're going to be right back with spoilers for Hunt of the Wilder People. Hunt, hunting the Wilder People? Hunt of the Wilder People. For the. Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> you say it enough times, it sounds wrong. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll be right back. And we're back with spoilies for Hunt for the Wilder People. Got it. I did it. I did it this time. You did it. Um, yeah. So yeah, the scene that uh, I only got to the previous watching was when there's the the dog, the pig, the boar fight. Yeah, and the dog had to get put I down. was gonna say, which that scene's that's that's a rough scene. It is a rough scene. Even, even watching it now, so like so rough. on rewatch, you realize that that boar is not real. Very CJ. But early in the film, when the the auntie Bella is fighting a real boar. I think that is a real... That seems so fucking good. It's so good. I think that, before she actually attacks it, is a real boar. Because that's, like, about the actual size. But then later on, when it's, like, the massive one, you're like, oh, no, 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 that's not real. (laughs) But it's still... You're still like, no, this is terrible to watch, even though... Because you love the doggies. So, yeah, you don't want to watch doggies get hurt. You don't want to see Zag get get hurt. Mm -mm. Nope. That's a bad time. I'm I'm happy that Tupac made it. Tupac made it. And yeah. when I watched the film, I was happy that Tupac ended up back with Ricky Baker because I was afraid mm-hmm. that, you know, he'd get taken away. So yeah, you can't separate a, a boy and his dog. No. It's against the rules. <laughs> it's against all movie rules. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of more like specific. I mean, we kind of touched on it in the non-spoiler section, but like, you know, the vibe of the movie, the, the quick intro that he has right. explained that he's a he's a bad egg. He's a bad egg. Uh, he's a bad egg. Uh, that's all really good. <laughs> I love, uh, so her name is Rachel House. She mm-hmm. She's awesome. And then she, when she keep, keeps being like, no child left behind, no child left behind. And you're like, that's yeah. not what that actually means. <laughs> yeah, she has this weird like police fantasy right. kind right. of. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's interesting and maybe I haven't quite like put it into words yet um but i think it's interesting the way that like the police and also child services kind of operate in tandem and like yeah what maybe the movie is trying to say about like those services how they maybe like are not out there to necessarily like do what's best for the kid you know right and it's kind of without you realizing it things escalate very quickly because mm. like um <laughs> i love just so like he, all right, so before we get into the, the like, in the bush, let's just talk about uh, Bella quick. Cause she, she's great. Cause she's I was awesome. So sad when she, I was so sad when she died, even though it's like, when I, when I watched it again, I was just like, yeah, they're setting it up that she's going right, to die pretty, right. pretty good. And, and I love the, like, uh, so my friend Ricardo, I recently sent him the video of her playing the, the Ricky Baker song because yeah, that shit's good. <laughs> it's so good. 
and him just like hugging his hot water bottle when he misses her and it's just it's such a bummer but it's it's very touching and i love the kind of like the aspect of um sam neil heck being like no she didn't actually have any family that's why she wanted to adopt somebody that's why she you know took pity on me and she you know just like she was a good person and Mm -hmm. it's pretty awesome That's what you hope most foster parents are like, but... uh. (laughs) She seems like one of the good ones. I mean, Samuel's character certainly did not want it. Um, Oh, hell no. (laughs) Yeah. But is it just... I mean, like, you know, the... It's it's cool how, like, conventional the movie is in a lot of ways, so it's, like, easy to follow. It's like, you know they're gonna end up getting along and liking each other and stuff like that, but it's fun to see the, the ways they do it. I think the unexpected thing for me is just, like, the the escalation of of like how they're being hunted i thought was very interesting yeah definitely um, and, and not and not something that was expected in the movie right and this kid who's like a, a city kid and out of shape and you know hasn't yeah. really you know they're joking about his soft little fingers and he hasn't done any hard work you know <laughs> but then it kind of goes from that to they're being chased and he actually ends up loving being in the woods with heck and like love being on the run and and thinking he's a gangster and that he's, you know, an outlaw. And it's really funny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that sequence pretty early on when he has like created his own headphones out of like leaves and shit. And he's just, he's like, want to use my walk? Yeah. He's like, you want to listen to my walkman? And he's just like dancing in front of the fire. It's so good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That's that, all that stuff is good. Them just being around each other. They have such good, uh, screen chemistry. Totally. Yeah. Uh, the other part I love is like when they're, you know, going to get caught and then he's trying to like pantomime to heck that he's like, it, it said it was like we were in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I remember I was, I was watching it too. I was like, what is he saying? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, it's so, it's funny. so good. Yeah. And, and I yeah. love like heck being like, no, those idiots, they would never find us. And then like two seconds later, they're like, they're right ah! and he's like, shit. And they just run. <laughs> I like uh, I like when Taika chooses to to use certain pop culture references in it. It's just like she's like I'm the fucking Terminator, yes. and he's like you're not like the Terminator. She's like you're like Sarah Connor right. before she could do chin ups. <laughs> I was like this is very funny. It is very funny, and it and it's funny too because you know that that's not um, you know it's not an American cast. It's not an American director, so it is funny yeah. to, to see like what translates overseas, like when um. Wh- Paula or whatever the child services woman is like yelling like Miranda rights and like you have the right to remain yeah. and, he, and they're like we don't do we that actually, yeah we don't yeah. we don't do that no uh yeah you know mm-hmm. we're we're New Zealand we don't do that and it's just like yeah. okay man <laughs> yeah yeah I mean New Zealand I, I am curious like what like uh American crossovers like we have over there totally yeah yeah I mean like just culturally I mean obviously movies that's our kind of our big entertainment export right Definitely. So you had seen, um, you saw Deadpool too, right? Yeah. So you had seen this kid before, which I feel like is not the best use of him, but I just, I had liked him so much in this. Yeah. I mean, in Deadpool 2, he does exactly what he needs to do. Sure. He's basically being the same type of character, just with no development and has powers. Yeah. That's fair. Um, Which in a movie like Deadpool 2, in a movie like Deadpool 2, that's fine. I guess so. Yeah. Deadpool 2, two is not... I keep... You say Deadpool 2 three times fast, yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah. 
Um, but a movie like that, it's not trying to be any like deeper than um, yeah. I guess I was just gonna be. I was kind of hopeful after seeing this movie to wonder what he was gonna end up doing next, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to like in five years. He's like all of a sudden hot, you know. <laughs> like uh, what's uh, like the Drake and Josh kid? Oh, yeah, Josh. Oh, right, yeah, Josh got hot. Josh is like mega hot, and Drake looks exactly the same, but he was the hot one. I gotta, so that's fine. It makes sense. yeah, I gotta look that stuff up. Have you not seen what he looks like? I don't think I know because I'm a little bit older, yeah. so I never watched. Oh, that. so you maybe you're not super familiar with Drake and Josh? Yeah. I mean, do you, do you like know what it kind of looks like in your head? Mm, I think so. All right, so like this is, let's see, you see, you see, uh, oh yeah, you see them, and that's so the, the chubby kid. That's that's uh, Josh. Ah, see, and now that's my argument why it's better to not be that cute as a kid. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he's in. He's in. Yep. I think some stuff. He's in some stuff. He was in that movie, Dope, or no, not Dope. Oh. Uh, he was. He was in some movie about drugs, and that was like his debut of being a hot boy. Oh yeah, I watched that with with uh, with Mike. And what is that movie called? Gonna... It's like it's like drugs it's, or something. It's like weed, but uh, it oh, is. It's, yeah. It's uh, it's called The Wackness. That's the name of that movie. You're right, and it's really good. Yeah, I wanted to see that. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I feel like this kid is going to be that one day. He's yeah. going to be hot, you know. Yeah, the whackness is also very good. So yeah, if you get a chance to check that to out, that. it's worth it. It's good. Yeah. But uh, I love when um, so there's a couple of scenes that like really stand out for me in this movie that I was curious about your reaction to. So like one is that mm-hmm. initial one when they go. So they've been out in the bush camping. Um, not a lot of food, and then they finally get to that first like hikers type cabin in the woods. That seems so fucking good. And, and then the hunters show up, and they realize there's like a a newspaper article where they're wanted men for running. And yeah, yeah that scene is so good. I think it's one of my like favorite scenes in the movie. Um, and it's like Taika Waititi does a really good job in that scene of like kind of like giving exposition to like what's the state of the world outside of like them them these two characters yeah because when they get to this house they it's like the first time you see the wanted posters right and you don't really know how long they've been out in the woods no so they kind of like do a really good job of like doling out all this information from these like other characters who are like like fucking aussie bros or not aussie bros uh kiwi kiwi bros (laughs) (laughs) um there's there's a there is very good use of Kiwi Bros in this movie. Yeah. Um that we'll talk about the other one probably pretty soon. Oh, he's great. But, uh, he's great. He's very good. <laughs> but yeah, they uh they're all hilarious. And then you have the two the two best mo- like two of like some of the best moments in the movie is when he's describing like his soft hands and he's like <laughs> just talking about he's like it's not that bad, but he makes me do all this stuff and it sounds super sexual it and that sounds super sexual. Great. Right. And that and that conversation like changes the whole like narrative of like what the chase is. Yeah, because all of a sudden you're and, like, oh no. Oh no, he's a pervert, oh, you know? And everyone that's what the world thinks, thinks that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has the best one of the best lines in the movie, which is uh this shit just got real. And he does it like in and he does, sync like, the, with like, like the gun. It's so good. So fucking funny. It's so good. Back the fuck up, homies. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. Yeah. 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 He gets to live out his uh, gangster fantasy totally. while also being in the woods. I didn't choose the skuck's life. The skuck's life chose me. Like he uses a lot of words where I'm just like, what? Like I remember. Yeah. Is that a New Zealand it's, phrase? It's gotta or? be. Cause like there's like one. <laughs> 
point, like when they're having the like Terminator exchange where um, she essentially holds up a bag of trail mix, but she calls it something yeah. else. And I can't remember what she calls it, but she, but it's like some crazy name. And I'm like, oh, it's interesting that that exists in other countries. It's just called something else. <laughs> Yeah, she's just like it's got nuts and fruit and chocolate. Well, when he when he runs into the the girl who ends up like calling in the chopper to help right. the diabetic guy, right. uh, there's like the Cadbury egg commercial. Oh yeah, right. Is that what? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, is that like? Did do we have commercials for that here? I, don't know. <laughs> I just like that um, you know it uses like the the soft focus and like the wind blowing in her hair and everything while he's watching yeah. her, and it's just really funny. It's very. And good. you've got the other awesome bro, which is her dad. And yeah, <laughs> I keep wanting to say it's her brother, but yeah. that's it's not. No, it's her dad. Um, yeah, he even has like a tribal tattoo, and he really wants to take like a million selfies with Ricky Baker. <laughs> You're my, you're my boy. You're the man, Ricky Baker. I mean, you're a boy. You're the man. You're my man. I love you, man. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that scene I didn't remember from the movie at all. That's that's a good reason to rewatch it then, because it's sort of like a yeah. fun interlude early on where he's like, oh, wait, this is, you know, still slightly dysfunctional, but a nice family. Yeah. And, he, you know, when I first saw it, I had like a hesitation when... Um, he's fallen asleep on the couch where I was like, oh shit, are they going to turn him in? You know, because you you find right. out that there's a reward for the two of them. So you're like, oh, people are trying to turn them in. No, nah, they're just genuinely nice yeah. people, right. I guess. <laughs> and, they, and they end up being people that he stays with after. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked those characters a lot. Um, I like all of the the side characters, and I feel like they have just like the right amount of screen time. Totally, so, as well. You know, no one overstays their welcome. Yeah, I feel like um, what's his name, uh, Reese Darby, who's like swearwolves. <laughs> Wait, which which guy is he's that? He's the guy that like so in Jumanji, he's the guy that like is the exposition in the beginning where he just like tells them. About the game. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've seen Jumanji. Jumanji. Who is he? In, who is he in this movie? He's uh, he's psycho. Uh, psycho Sam. Psycho Sam. Yeah. He's the Bushman. <laughs> the Bushman. And I feel like he's whack enough that, like, in a small amount, you're like, yes, this guy's awesome. But then mm. <laughs> I'm glad he's not a main character. <laughs> yeah, I could not deal with that energy for the entire movie. Playing dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can use my underground escape. I forgot to dig it. <laughs> It's so good. You're just yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they interact with all these just like like bush people kind right. of. Or like people who are like adjacent to the bush. Right, totally. And I love yeah. um, I love that final sequence where, you know, they get the car and they're going to escape. But it's Ricky Baker driving the car, which is hilarious. Yeah. And you get your awesome chase scene. That's when I'm like, oh, he pulled out all the stops. There's like tanks. That's where <laughs> the budget there's is. There's helicopters. Yeah. They all have guns. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he. It's weird. Yeah. It's. Well, it's cool. I, I remember that we're getting to that point of the movie, and I was like, it, are they going to do like I like how are they going to wrap this right. up like because I thought I was like Sam Neill's going to have to die I, right is that like what's going I on I was worried about that too when I first yeah. saw this yeah I was wondering and they kind of do like a Thelma and Louise type situation and then it ends <laughs> in like a weird like standoff of like trying to leave each other and that was good yeah in him getting shot in the butt <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that was that was good. I know. I was a little bit worried that uh, one of the Kiwi Bros was going to shoot Sam Neil at the end. Like, I think you're, yeah. I think you're meant to think that that that's a possibility. Yeah, but, yeah, I think you're yeah. right. And it's like the one moment when that police officer actually does something because the rest of the time he's just like eating snacks and walking around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just being a doofus. <laughs> yeah, everyone's wildly incompetent in this. I movie. love it. That's that makes sense in in the world of Taika flicks. Yeah, I love it. I love it. They're just like offering their commentary but not really doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder, you know, I I'd love to see more like think pieces and stuff on the flick now that I've like finally like totally watched it cuz I'd like to know like kind of what other things maybe like operating in there that I haven't picked up on. Yeah. I also like Cuz it feels kind of straightforward to me at the moment, you know. Right. And I I love um I think now that Taika Waititi's gotten so popular and getting these like bigger budget Marvel movies and things like that, now I kind of would love in the future to see him go back and do another movie in New Zealand with kiwi cast yeah i feel like you know that'd be cool cool because then you would know some of these people and it would be kind of like maybe a little more personal for him i don't know yeah i mean well you know jojo rabbit i think is a lot about like his own mother because i think his because he's also half jewish i think it's his mom that is like the jewish part of his makeup okay and i think that she's the one who got him like the book that jojo is based off of oh that's very cool um yeah and so i think like that's why i think jojo rabbit like it is like a personal movie it just like He's a director that can get mad money now, so it looks like just yeah, really... Yeah, that's true. And that's why I'm saying, like, he, he makes these indie movies that look fucking incredible. They, they actually have budgets. I know, and there's, like, these awesome shots in Hunt for the Wilder People where you're just like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I mean, the whole chase scene at the end, it's like, this looks fucking crazy. It looks crazy, and it's, it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's beautiful scenery. Um, yeah. It's very different from, like, the type of beautiful scenery we're used to seeing from, like, Lord of the Rings, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you're like, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm curious, like, what kind of... Because, you know, it sounds like Boy might be maybe, like, about his father. Like, maybe him dealing with that. I think so. It's definitely... Um, or I don't know if it's totally based on him, but I think it is a little bit, for sure. It yeah. seems pretty and then, like, personal. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Wilder People and even, like, Ragnarok, you know, uh, they deal, like, kind of with, like, displacement. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I feel like that's, like, kind of the common thread. I, Thor Ragnarok is, like such like a thinking movie even though it's like very much a marvel movie totally. or like it, it does the thing that like really good marvel movies do where it's it's subtext is actually like surprisingly loud right um yeah i think i mean i think that's like a lot of what older people kind of is dealing with is like displacement not being where uh being moved around kind of against your will kind of like going place to place things like that right and then like having to flee finding your like finally finding what you consider home or what you consider a family and then yeah you know in in wilder people they have to kind of fight to keep that and then they they get separated and it's kind of awesome when sam neil's character does have to go to jail but then he ends up getting to go back to to ricky baker and they end up just being like yeah let's go find that cool bird that's supposed to be endangered yeah. and they go right back into the woods <laughs> that's true well yeah. you know it's because home is not where the home is it's where the heart right. is right 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 or where or where your foster uncle lives. right where your uncle where your uncle heck lives who's uncle heck. who's learning uncle heck. who's learning how to read <laughs> that's such a every time Every time that comes up, it's so funny. Well, I think that that I'm, provided the opportunity for some exposition because he couldn't read the paper. So it was sort of like, what's it say? 
Yeah, no, that's a good. And he's one. like, that's a, that's a good. He's like, your car Asian. Clearly, they're wrong. You're white. You're, you're white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. It's just a good flick, um, and everything's really shitty right now. So yeah. Definitely. You know, if you've seen it, just watch it again. Yeah, it I know. Again. I hadn't seen it in at least a year, and it was extremely enjoyable and really yeah, fun. It's an easy, it's an easy breezy watch. Yeah, and it makes you feel you know? good. Makes you feel good. Yeah, it's a, it's a happy movie yeah. for sure. We need that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, D, are you watching any other fun stuff? Um, right now? so I started. I'm watching. Let's see. Watching a few different TV shows, so I've been watching Devs. I've been so. Do, do you like Devs? I watched the first episode. And I wasn't super into it's it. It's strange. I think okay. you should keep watching it. Keep going. Yeah, because okay. the first episode is the setup, but it's <clears throat> it's it changes. I think you should keep going. Um, but okay. it is weird. It like kind of makes me feel bad. It reminds me more of like in terms of Alex Garland's work, it's kind of more uh, Annihilation than it is Ex Machina. Totally, but it's also kind of like both in some totally, ways. Totally, totally. Um, um, so I'm watching that. I'm also watching on Hulu uh, since those are both on Hulu. Um, yeah. I'm watching Little Fires Everywhere, which. What's that? Um, so I'm in a book club, and usually. I suck and I don't always read the book, but this one I actually yeah. I actually read this one and it's pretty good. And mm-hmm. the premise is like a single mom and daughter move into a town in Ohio that's kind of on the more affluent side. And yeah. they've moved around a lot. The mom's an artist and she always just gets like a waitressing or crappy job to supplement. And the kid is really bright, really smart. Um and she just wants to settle somewhere. And so she like becomes friends with these kids and wants to stay. And the mom ends up working as sort of like housekeeper part-time for the family that she's friends with. And yeah. the main character is sort of this like well-intentioned but busybody kind of wealthier mom. And it's sort of like these two different styles of of parenting versus also like unintentionally causing all these chain of events like the single mom that moved into town gets to be friends with some other people and that there's just like mm-hmm. all these things that just kind of set off and the the mom that's more affluent she has like four kids and one of them is a kid that is not popular and not as likable and is sort of a pain in the butt but it's also like she identifies with this new woman that came into town that is an artist and is cool and so it's it's kind of just like this weird like they're sort of like enemies but they're trying to be nice to each other the whole time Mm -hmm. and it just like sets off this chain of events and it's not really a spoiler because they tell you in the first chapter is that the end of the story the the family home is on fire but you don't know who's you don't know who set the fire and then like the rest of the story is sort of in flashback where it's like building up to well who who set the fire so yeah i didn't start the fire. i didn't start the fire it was always burning <laughs> since the world's been turning yeah. uh that sounds cool yeah you watching anything else or, uh, or those kind of main things are, i've been watching some movies with mike we just watched uh so we watched the once we're brothers the, the band documentary that is now streaming. If you are able mm. to 
uh, stream at home, you can go to the Story Screen website, go to the digital theater. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. So we. Have you, did you get a chance to see Baccarat yet? No, I'm gonna watch that next. I think. Cool. I gotta. I gotta that check that out. Cool. We didn't watch the Whistlers yet. We're gonna check that out soon too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. What about uh, you? I've been watching yeah. uh, Bates Motel. Bates which Motel. Is, uh, that movie or that show is uh, kind of dumb, but I also really like it. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like popcorn TV. I feel like it's very it's very easily to consume and predict, and it's fine. I want to say that show was like originally on like A and E or TNT, so I feel like. I believe it 100%. It has a slightly <laughs> trash soap opera vibe to it, it's, but it's good. It's so much like a soap yeah. opera. But, like, you know, now I'm in, like, season three, and it's starting to get, like, I feel like the production's getting, like, a little bit better. Oh, hell yeah. Um, it's just so weird that th- it's, like, this is the show that takes place in Alfred Hitchcock's, like, right. masterpiece, you know? It's like, no, it's okay. weird. And, and it, it's strange. And I thought it was going to be like a one and done, but there's like several seasons of that show. I think it's. I think it might be done now, but I think there's like five seasons, yeah. and we're in season three, yeah. or maybe there's like six. I don't fucking mm. know, but there's a lot. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I just uh, uh, I just watched with Mike. We just rewatched Sunshine, which if you haven't seen, is really excellent. I do really want to see um, that. I think we we're gonna try and watch that theater a while ago, and, and time got away from that us. That Now time is away from us forever. Yeah, that movie is great, and I know. I mean, we ended up watching it partly so that um, Mike was putting together his list of stuff to watch during quarantine. And I know you, oh, I nice. know you and I have already put together our lists, and those are going to be out yeah. soon. But uh, yes, yes, Sunshine's really good, and mm-hmm. um, that is written by Alex Garland, but it's directed by Danny Boyle. And yeah. so- I watched Dread recently, which is like kind of directed by Alex Garland. Um, the Dread movie's fucking cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was I watching. Uh, I started re-watching Adventure Time. Oh. I never I never finished Adventure Time. Oh, you didn't? It's been a while. No, okay. I, don't, I don't know how it ends. All right. Um, Byrne wrote a really... It's been a long time. Yeah, Bernadette wrote a really good thing in like her best of the year that it ended about that last mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, so I'm excited to... Uh, yeah. To get there. I did, um, I did recently re-watch 28 Days Later, too, because I was sort of like... Weird time, I, but... <laughs> I, well, I was sort of like, I can't watch Contagion. That will freak me out way too much. I don't yeah. want to rewatch Outbreak. I will rewatch 28 Days Later. Because <laughs> it's a good movie. Hey, it's, go. it, it holds up. Yeah. And times are weird. Mm-hmm. And times are certainly weird. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we did a hot take on Swallow yesterday. Oh, you know, we watched uh, Vivarium, but we didn't watch Swallow yet. I want to watch that. Uh, okay. What, do you guys, what did you guys think of Vivarium? Did you watch it yet? No. Um, It's good, but it's it's a little bit of a slow burn. So yeah. I'll be interested okay. to see what you guys think. Um, it is good. I, uh, Imogene Poots, she's really good. Yeah, she's yeah. very good. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to try and schedule that one for next week. Yeah, I, I, d- I did like three podcasts this week, so I'm like... I'm yeah, gonna- <laughs> totally. I feel you. I, I definitely want to yeah. watch Swallow. Was that hard to take? It Was it hard to swallow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, it, that movie is fucking awesome, uh, and it is hard to watch. Okay, I'm looking forward so to I it. I will say that. Definitely worth watching. Okay, that. It was good. cool. Very cool. Yeah, I dug it. Um and yeah I uh, so I'm watching those things doing some rewatching of like comfort food stuff nice. and oh I started watching Undone 
on oh. Amazon Prime. Undone is cool. I've heard good things uh, about that. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet, but I really like what I've seen so far. It's it has you know it's animated, so that's already immediately up my alley. Totally. And uh, one of the writers is uh, the writer of BoJack Horseman, and he's probably like one of my favorite contemporary. He's like one of my favorite, just like artists right now like i read his book of short Very stories cool. which came out earlier this year and it's fucking awesome, awesome. and i love bojack horseman and this show is great so so yeah. uh before we head out any um any movies that you haven't seen that you might want to do a future hot take yeah i mean i ha- oh you mean like like oldies yeah you know i've never seen gladiator oh <laughs> And I know I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to do a hot take. On I know it, you but. haven't seen the 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 the, the vitch. I haven't seen the vitch. I don't, I don't know if it's the right time for the vitch. It's true. I, Might yeah. not. Be. Also, I've never seen I've never seen Bone Tomahawk. I've never seen Green Room. I've oh, never seen, you uh, would like Green Room. Green Room is yeah, great. I think I would too. Uh, I mean, there's so many movies I haven't seen. How am I even supposed to know what? If they exist. All right, so if a movie falls in the forest, right, he, who, who am I to I'm hear? Gonna, um, I'm going to just like rapidly uh, say a few that okay. I was curious if you had seen them. So okay. Spring Breakers? No, right? You have? No. All right. I have not seen We that. should do that one. Um, Spring Breakers? Okay. Have you ever seen Igby Goes Down? No. All right. Good one. Uh, let's see. There's some, there's some interesting looking ones on Netflix right now that I'm kind of curious about. Um. I want to see Horse Girl. Oh, Horse Girl I want to see. I feel like that looks good. There's also. I haven't heard much about it. I haven't, yeah. I mean, it's got, uh, the actress from Community in it, right? Is it Brie, Brie Larson? Not Brie Uh, Allison Brie? That's the one. I know yeah, the Brie's in there there's somewhere. There's cheese in that name. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the cheese. So, have you ever seen Harold and Maude? No. See, I've never seen Harold and Maude, and I feel like it's one mm. of those classic movies that everyone says mm. you need to see. And it's on Prime. If you have Prime, it's free. No no okay. rental fee. So that was a, that was a thought I had. Um I'm definitely into the Chiefs yeah, right I'll, now. Uh, I'll throw you some other ones to see if you've seen them. Yeah. Some of your list. Maybe uh, this will be like a, a subgenre yeah. of hot takes for you and me. Just yeah. watch all the things I haven't the seen. The re-education of Bebe Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into yeah. it. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, uh, Dee, uh, hope you're doing well, and I'll be talking to you soon. Thanks for having um, me digitally. Of course. <laughs> any Anytime, really. And uh, listeners, thank you so much for listening. Um we're not the only podcast on StoryScreen. StoryScreenBeacon.com is a host of many podcasts, articles, and reviews. And we also, uh, like I mentioned earlier, started this new subscription thing. Uh, we really appreciate you guys throwing us some bones, but we know a lot of people cannot be working right now or it's a little tight for bones. It is. So if you can't throw us only bones. Only $5 a month, though. It's quite a steal. It is cheap. It is cheap. But the other way to support us, which is free, is just to talk to us and listen to the stuff we already have up there. Yeah. Um, and we appreciate it either way. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Check out storiesfrombeacon.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Buy a mug. Buy a fucking T-shirt. Or just like a thing. Oh, yeah. Fun. Brand new tote bag. They just came in. Yeah. Yes. We got that. Yeah. Shit. Cool. Well, thanks again, dude. Thank you. No problem.
Peace. Bye.